0: And joining us here for the news briefing in the studio is Son ji ji good morning.
1: Good morning, Henry.
0: As I just mentioned in the opening, President Moon Jae-in is set to uh, speak with the president-elect of the United States, Joe Biden, perhaps as early as today. And Joe Biden becoming president means a lot of things, perhaps, mm. that are good for South Korea, like... Um, Better inter-Korean cooperation with trade, uh, perhaps a little bit more of a flexibility with defense cost sharing, all of those issues. However, there are, to be admitted, um, some slight concerns with how Joe Biden will approach north korean policy yes. because uh, perhaps some progressives here in korea were cheered by trump's more erratic approach mm-hmm. which allowed him to have these summits with kim jong-un so if there is a tra- change in north korean stra- strategy what will that exactly be they're trying to find that out right now the uh, foreign minister of south korea kang gyeong-ha has uh, been in the united states and apparently she has met not only with official trump uh, officials, but also with uh, some members of the uh, Joe Biden campaign to try to maybe figure out some strategy?
1: Yes. So she flew over to Washington to meet with people known to be close uh, to President-elect Joe Biden, including a number of scholars and congressmen. For example, um, those include Democratic Senators Chris Kuhn of Delaware and Chris Murphy of Connecticut and John Allen, the president of Washington-based Brookings Institute. Now, Kuhn's is known Known for his support for Biden And for his rich experience in foreign policy According to Politico Both Senator Kunz and Murphy Are considered to be possible candidates For the Biden administration's U.S. Secretary of State Kang met with these two senators And explained the Moon administration's hope To strengthen the Korea-U.S. alliance And to completely denuclearize The Korean Peninsula as soon as possible Now Ellen is really Reported to have advised Biden Kemp on foreign affairs and security policy. And according to Foreign Minister Kang, Ellen said he would convey Korea's stance on the Korean peace process and on key alliance issues to Biden. Now, according to Kang, she stressed the importance of resuming dialogues with North Korea in a swift manner and the need to make it a priority on the U.S. side. Now, Kang expects the two sides. Moon and the new Biden administration to get along fairly well, considering their past experience in closely coordinating to bring peace on the Korean Peninsula. She also met with incumbent government officials, like you said, such as her counterpart, Mike Pompeo, to discuss a smooth transition of the administration.
0: Right. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Mike Pompeo is embroiled in some huge controversy, which we'll talk about during Global News Watch, where uh, when asked about the transition, he said he was preparing to transition to a second. Trump administration really not even acknowledging <laughs> right. the uh election that took place. So, uh we're not sure how reliable Pompeo is going to be going forward now as mm. the official Secretary of State, but uh as you say um Kang meeting with potential or speculated future uh US Secretary of State's uh, in these uh, senators uh, Chris Coons and Chris Murphy of Connecticut and uh, John Allen the president of Brookings Institution. Now, You mentioned how Foreign Minister Kang Kyung-hwa was trying to emphasize or or get the Biden side to Mm -hmm. uh, prioritize or at least recognize the importance of North Korean issues. It it is natural for us here in Korea to feel like or hope that the entire universe revolves around (laughs) us. And so we want everybody to prioritize our issues and North Korea being an important issue. But In the U.S., uh, they're dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, which has hit them harder than any other country in the world, the economic devastation because of that, a lot of other pressing social issues that Mm -hmm. you could, I think, understand that for Americans and even Americans who went to vote for uh, their next leaders, that the North Korean issue, frankly, wasn't even on the radar for them. It was not, to be honest, an important Thing So there could be some worries here that North Korea could really be pushed really, really mm-hmm. further, further down the priority list for Biden.
1: Yes, but Korea's unification minister, Lee Young, actually believes that this may present an opportunity to the Korean side. Now, unification minister, Lee Young, said that the six to seven months left until the Biden administration comes up with its new policy on the Korean peninsula can actually provide Korea with a new strategic environment that will allow us to focus on improving inter-Korean relations. Mm -hmm. Now, Biden's earlier support for former President Kim Dae-jung's sunshine policy or the appeasement policy will also work in favor for the Moon administration, providing a new set of opportunities for Korea's peace process and denuclearization.
0: Yeah, I think if you've been watching Korean media, you've seen a lot of these now profile pieces on Joe Biden, and Mm. inevitably, they often show his long friendship with the former President Kim Dae-jung. and all the meetings that they had together and the letters that they passed uh, Mm -hmm. through to each other. And that seems to bode well for the Mood administration uh, as Biden has been on the record publicly being supportive of the sunshine policy. And it really just goes to show how important it is to have the proper strategy in approaching your Mm. counterpart leader. So with Trump, I guess the proper approach would have been to flatter, right? Oh, you're awesome. You're so smart and cool. And, you know, thank you for meeting uh, Kim Mm Jong-un. That helps us a lot. With Biden, probably that's not going to work, right? Uh, Flattery is probably not the way to go. It's probably more uh, along the lines of what we are doing here in the Moon administration is similar to Mm -hmm. what you supported before, which is a sunshine policy. So kind of let's work along those Mm -hmm. lines. And I guess they hope to see some daylight there in terms of crafting a mutually uh, beneficial plan. Let's go back to uh, Korea and talk about uh, the uh, main pressing concerns over the COVID 19 pandemic unfortunately or fortunately uh, I guess fortunately we haven't seen huge spikes upwards mm. but unfortunately we really kind of just stuck in this yes. 100 or above mark how are mm. things looking
1: well the number of daily infections continue mm. to hover 100 sometimes well over 100 now, yesterday the country reported 146 cases 113 being locally transmitted cases and the rest 33 being imported cases the total now stands at 27,799. Now, what's concerning is that the share of locally transmitted cases still remains fairly large, which means the virus is continuing to spread within our community Mm. throughout our daily lives. Now, for instance, seven more people have been confirmed to have contracted the virus in relation to an insurance company in Kangso District, Seoul, bringing the total number of cases related to the company to 43. Now, more cases Cases have been added in relation to a subway station as well, where thousands of hundreds of people commute every day. The three have been added, making the total to total 17. Nursing homes and facilities continue to be a hotbed for the virus, as yesterday alone... 14 people have been diagnosed with the virus from a nursing facility in Songdong district, making the total 23. A military welfare unit under the direct control of the Ministry of Defense also reported seven cases so far, most of these cases are concentrated in metropolitan areas, but non-metropolitan areas are, are no exception as we know. For instance, a call center in Chunan, north of Chungcheong, reported 41 cases so far. The proportion of cases that are still being traced is at 12.9%, slightly up from the day before, and this is also something that we should keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, and what you are pointing out is that because this is all kind of just in our daily lives, mm. as you say, you can be on the subway, you could be uh, at a sauna, you could be at a health gym, you could be at a PC room. Right now, because of the winter weather and the fact that flu season is here, <clears throat> excuse me, and these infections are happening indoors where it's riskier mm-hmm. with the despite the protocols that uh, the risk of infection in enclosed in spaces is higher it's going to be difficult to get it back down to the under 100, to exactly. the 50 level, unless uh, maybe, unfortunately, we do bump up the uh, current level from 1 mm. to 1.5, or maybe in a more extreme case to uh, level 2. So it does seem like the authorities are keeping a very close eye on those numbers mm. and these various outbreaks to, to make a final decision within the next couple of weeks. We will uh, turn now to some news in regards to this ongoing struggle over prosecutorial reform and as a result of that this uh, battle going on between the prosecutor general Yun 윤석열 and uh, justice minister Chumie. now th- the tensions are there but uh, mm-hmm. if anything they're getting worse uh, this time around uh, justice minister Chumie is essentially criticizing the prosecutor general uh, I-, I guess to paraphrase what she's saying is hey congratulations on being the leading presidential mm-hmm. candidate why don't you go uh, try to be a candidate and do politics but don't do it on the on the taxpayer's right. dime while you're officially supposed to be the neutral prosecutor general mm-hmm. of the country?
1: Yes, yeah, so it all started when prosecutor general Yoon outranked former prime minister Inagoon and Gyeonggi governor Lee Jae-myung in a public polling that surveyed people's support for the next presidential candidate. Now, the survey had a response rate of 3.8% and margin of error of plus minus 3.1% and a 95% confidence level. According to a survey conducted by Hangul Research on 1,022 respondents aged 18 and over across the nation on the 7th and 9th of November, Yun ranked first with 24.7% followed by Lee Gun with 22.2% and Lee Jae-myung with 18.4%. After the results came out, Justice Minister Chu really criticized the prosecutor general for taking advantage of his term and said that this term is guaranteed so that he can keep his prosecutorial neutrality, not so that he can widen his footings on the political stage. She, as you said, even called for Yoon's resignation and said he should rather resign if he wishes to further his political career. She also criticized the press, especially conservative side media, for contributing in creating this hype uh, for Prosecutor General Yoon.
0: So one thing we should uh, point out is the justice minister is appointed by the president, but it is a member of the cabinet. So the job of a cabinet minister is not only to run that particular government department, Mm -hmm. but to advocate for the policies that are set forth uh, from the president and the Blue House. And so it is a very political role. The prosecutor general, also appointed by the president, however, the prosecutor general, the main goal is to be the chief law enforcement officer of the country, Mm -hmm. meaning their role is to not be political and to be... basically as objective as possible mm-hmm. especially when pursuing these cases especially with these sensitive cases like the Choguk affair or the Nagyeon one affair mm-hmm. or maybe even his um the allegations about his mother-in-law and his yes. wife uh, it it is clear to a lot of people that maybe even an unprecedented way that Yoon has been much more political mm-hmm. than previous prosecutor generals and so even to the extent now that he is number one in in terms of the uh, the latest survey of pre- potential presidential candidates. I think whether you support him or you don't support him, we can all agree he probably could not have ranked number one in a survey like that unless he was being a little bit political. <laughs>
1: right in the I job, guess so. Right? You can, yeah, you
0: can't be this completely neutral political guy. So Chumi's point is you're kind of violating the principles mm. of this job. So maybe you might want to step aside from that job mm-hmm. if you want to pursue these politics full-time. Uh, a, a lot of these things are going back and forth, and we're probably going to have to keep updating our listeners on a daily basis of what's uh, happening there. Now, you mentioned the interesting kind of uh, surveys that are going on about future presidential candidates. Uh, one of those, uh, the number two man on that list is the former prime minister, the current chairman of the mm-hmm. ruling party, 이나연. Now, um He is sort of, I guess we can say, an underdog, and that might be a little different dynamic for him. How are he and his various political rivals kind of uh, maneuvering right now?
1: Uh, Well, both former Prime Minister Inakyeon and Main Opposition People Power Party Chief Kim Jong-in visited northern provinces yesterday to expand their presence there. Now Lee Mm. visited the Chungcheong region and pledged to relocate the administrative capital to Sejong City, which he believes is the key to a balanced national development. Last month, Lee said that the ruling DP is putting together a concrete plan on the relocation of administrative capital to Sejong City. Now to this, almost immediately, main opposition people, power party floor leader Ju ho opposed the idea and said that although the party agrees with relocation for efficiency reasons, it only agrees with relocating parts of the administration, such as a couple of standing committees, but not the entire administration. Now, he also added that the estimated 1.5 trillion won that would go into relocating the administrative capital is another reason for their objection of the idea. Now, Lee also tried to buy the minds of Chungcheong province people by promising to make the region a stronger economic hub for logistics and, and transportation than it is now. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, People Power Party chief Kim jong in went down to Busan and promised not to rule out the possibility of sending out an incumbent lawmaker to the Busan mayoral by election. Earlier, PPP hadn't given thought uh, to the possibility of sending an incumbent lawmaker because that would mean losing another seat or voice in the National Assembly that's already pretty much dominated by the ruling DP. But to increase the likelihood of the party taking over Busan during the by-election, Kim promised uh, to keep the door open and to reflect the voice of people in busan as much as possible uh, in nominating the candidate
0: Um, a lot of people have this sense that the by-election in april for both the seoul spot and the busan spot will be sort of the final stand for the uh, temporary chairman kim jong-un kim jong-in if he has a victory, especially in the Seoul area. I think most people expect that uh, the Pusan race is very much mm. favorable to the PPP. But uh, if he has a favorable victory there, he will be able to maintain his chairmanship and probably maybe even position himself as a potential presidential mm-hmm. candidate himself. If not, and, and if the uh, results are quite, again, disappointing to the PPP... Uh, it will look like there will be a shift and that he will have to uh, step aside. So for him, it's very important that he, uh, I guess, gets a good result on that front. For the uh, ruling party and for the government, uh, there are several policy issues that uh, Mm -hmm. they are— uh, to be honest, struggling with and maybe uh, there are some issues that the people are not completely satisfied. One of them we can definitively say would be real estate policy. Yes. And so in more specific, uh, the Moon administration and the president saying that they're going to try to stabilize this Chunse uh, market where there are just simply no units available mm-hmm. to lease for people who want to live in a decent place, especially here in Seoul. The finance minister Namgi did meet with high-ranking officials to examine this ongoing uh, Jeonsei crisis?
1: Yes. So after the Moon administration announced a set of ambitious and controversial real estate policy measures, the price of has soared ironically, and many people are experiencing difficulty finding a house, let alone a a house they want. Now Finance Minister Hong Nam-gi held a closed-door meeting with fellow ministers and government officials yesterday to discuss measures to address such chaonse crisis. But unlike tax or finance issues, housing issue involves building actual properties mm-hmm. which can take time. The government is known to be reviewing buying in more properties from LH to provide properties at a more affordable price as well as having LH sign cheonsek contracts with landlords and leasing the property to those who apply for this government provided housing program. The key here is whether the government can secure the properties people actually demand because in fact as of the end of August 11.7 percent of government provided rental houses offered to newlyweds remain vacant as the properties don't meet applicants expectations and needs. The government is relying on multiple properties owners to put out their properties for sale in the market as they will fear high taxation but we might have to wait and see as that is not exactly how landlords seem to think as of now mm-hmm. uh, meanwhile the number of houses in congiddo purchased by Seoul residents have peaked to three thousand Thirty-three thousand and six hundred and ninety-five this year, recording the highest since the record was taken by the Korea P- Appraisal Board. Now, this is also seen as a result of a uh, Seoul's Chonse crisis.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, that is one aspect that hung uh, Namgi is wrestling with, but there are other things to worry about as well June, and that would be employment. We had some mm-hmm. pretty uh, negative numbers coming out. Uh, he does think that the forecasted employment will get better in October, but um, the numbers are pretty bad. Yes.
1: So social distancing definitely played a part in unemployment. But even after the government eased its social distancing measures, uh, the employment rate didn't get any better. Uh, Job losses in Korea hit a six-month high last month. And according to the Statistics Bureau, the number of people who found jobs in October stood at some 27 million, which is down by 421,000 year-on-year, which is a biggest drop since April. Job market has been shrinking year-on-year year for eight months now. Uh, following the pandemic, 227,000 people lost their jobs in restaurant and hotel businesses, whereas 188,000 people lost their jobs in wholesale and retail areas. In education services as well, 103, uh, 103,000 fewer people were employed while in manufacturing, 98,000 people uh, were Unemployed or lost their jobs. Last month, 164,000 additional people were unemployed, and the total number of unemployed last month stood at 1.02 million.
0: Yeah, not a pretty picture indeed. Tian, we're going to leave it there. Thank you as always. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you.